From the K-Rob Collection, this is Audio Antiques, featuring programs from the golden age of American radio. I'm Ken Robinson. Josh White was a rock star before there were rock stars. Joshua Daniel White was born in 1914 and overcame tremendous odds to become a world-famous musical powerhouse. By mastering the guitar, he took the world of folk, blues, and pop music by storm. Growing up as a young African-American child prodigy, he was forced to perform under involuntary servitude. As a young man, White was able to break free, becoming a cabaret, radio, and recording artist. He even appeared in movies and was welcomed into the White House. But because Josh White was a tireless advocate for racial justice and civil rights, he was blacklisted and banned from performing in the United States in the 1950s. White then went to Europe, where he was in demand to perform frequently, and was even given his own TV show and radio program in England. In 1962, Josh White made this guest appearance on Swedish television. I would like to sing a song to you. You don't mind, I hope. You're not too jealous, huh? Uh, This I sang to her from you, but I'm singing it, all right? It's a love song called You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To. Wow. (laughs) You'd be so, so nice to come home to. You'd be so, so nice by the fire. Mm, I forgot the words I time to clean your eyes mm, You'd be all That I Could desire Under stars Chilled By the wind Under an August moon Shining above You'd be so So nice Baby paradise To come home Under stars Chilled By the winter Under an August moon Shining above You'd be so So nice You'd be paradise To come home The blacklisting of white in America was finally broken in 1963. We're going to hear the story of his early life in a 1949 episode of the radio drama Destination Freedom. Then, Josh White performs on a 1947 edition of the radio variety series Jubilee. Nationwide is on your side. Bring your finances into the 21st century with a My Checking account at Nationwide Bank, powered by Axos. My Checking is designed so you can bank on your terms. This account offers unlimited domestic ATM fee reimbursements, no monthly maintenance fees, and no minimum balance requirements. Nationwide Bank offers Direct Deposit Express, so you can receive your paycheck up to two days earlier. Plus, there's a free app so you can bank on your phone no matter where you are. 
Open a new My Checking account at krobcollection.com and receive $20. If you are a new Nationwide or Axos Bank customer and deposit $500 into your account within 90 days. Nationwide is on your side with a $20 gift for opening a free My Checking account powered by Axos. Get full details at krobcollection.com. Destination Freedom, dramatizations of the great democratic traditions of the Negro people, is brought to you by station WMAQ as a part of the pageant of history and of America's own Destination Freedom. Out of the hard reality of their lives, the people of America built a body of songs and music that outlasts and outshines any popular tune and is today slowly coming into its own. In a chapter entitled, Help the Blind, Destination Freedom tells the story of one of the leading folk artists who lived the stories he learned to sing, featuring his recorded voice. It is the story of the guitarist-singer, Josh White. What is America to me? A name of man. The flag I see A certain word Democracy What is America To me The house I live in The friends that I have found The folks beyond the railroad and the people all around. <laughs> sure. Sure, that's Josh White you're hearing on that there phonograph record. Eh? Of course I know. All the old timers around here in Greenville know about what happened to Reverend White's boy. Ned! Oh, Ned! Turn that phonograph down some so as I can tell the folks here what, what they done to little old Josh. <laughs> Hey, he used to run around here in the commissary store swiping apples just like the other kids. Yeah. Used to come in here and listen to records. Like we are sitting here listening to his. Always had that sly, winning smile, that soft, insinuating voice. Oh, I remember little old George. I only said he'd wind up in the chain gang. Lord, he didn't miss it for much. No, sir. Not by much, Lord. Joshua. Joshua. I guess it was that name that saved him. Joshua. Born and raised right here in South Carolina, his folks didn't have nothing to give him when he came into the world uninvited but that their name out of the Bible. Joshua. Old lady Liz White had named her eighth child. Nobody around here in Greenville paid much attention. Just another kid to strain the pocketbook of poor folks. But the old lady was always telling him why she named him. Joshua. Son, I named you after Joshua in the Bible. He did great deeds, tumbled down prison walls, stopped the sun, helped folks. I want you to be like him. Sure, Mom. Sure. Kid <laughs> didn't know what he'd come into. I don't guess he cared. But Liz... He never let him forget who he was named after. She watched him grow up the way the other poor children around here grew up. To everybody else, he was just an ordinary boy. But to Liz, he was Joshua. And she had to teach him to fight. Joshua? Yes, sir? You take this money, go up to the commissary store, and bring back the bread and the change. To, to the commissary store? You heard me. There was gangs of white idlers around the store who waylaid colored kids, who beat them and robbed them. And if push come to shove, there was even a lynching. You mean right up to the commissary? Do I have to push you out of the house? No, no. Be a credit to your name. Go get the bread. Hurry now, before the store closes. He must have heard, for he came in before I'd closed. Skinny kid with a soft voice and brown eyes. 
I give him his bread and his change to wrap up while the idlers snickered around and got ready for the fun. Here you are, boy. Now, hurry home. I'll hurry, all right, and thanks. Hey, kid. What's your hurry? Yeah, kid, come here. We want to yeah, talk to you. Right. I can't yeah, talk. I've got to go home and take this bread. I don't have time. The idlers got hold of the kid, and they, he broke and went off into a wild run. They caught him and flung him on the pavement, snatched the bread, took the chains, yanked him to his feet, gave him a few slaps, and sent him home a sobbing. Liz met him at the door. Where's the bread? They, they took it. They beat me, and they... And he took the money. And he started to step inside. Don't you come in here. But they're after me. You don't come in until you bring home the bread. Here's more money. We can't afford to throw away money. Bring back what you buy. Now, you stay out until you learn to fight for what's yours. But, Mother, the boys, they're only taking money. Take the money. Take this stick. If they bother you, use it. But... I'm scared. Mother! The soft-voiced boy stood froze for a while till he heard the key turn the lock. Then, clutching the stick and crying, he walked back to the store. Give me a loaf of bread. Yeah, here you are. Here's your change. He tightened. He turned... He went out of the store. Hey! <laughs> there he is again! Uh, say, come here. We want to talk to you. They closed in for the talk. In fear, the soft-voiced boy let fly with his stick and felt a crack against the skull. Swung again. He fleed him. With tears in his eyes, teeth clenched. Fear making him throw every ounce of strength behind each blow. Boy, howdy. They'd never seen such frenzy before. Them idlers sure scattered, yelping, nursing their heads, and staring in disbelief. The stick stopped, and the boy with the little soft voice had won his right to the streets of Greenville. Old Liz thought he'd won his right to the name Joshua. I guess that's what give him nerve enough to roam the streets and hang around with grown-ups. I guess that's what got him started on his way to the chain gang. That and old Blind Arnold. You remember old Blind Arnold? The sharpest blind beggar ever hit Greenville. He come along at a time when the Reverend White was willing to do put nigh anything that would bring him honest money into the house. Hey, Ned! Leave that record old Josh made about his work with Blind Arnold. Yeah. Play it loud enough so old Arnold can hear it across the street. Play it, Ned. Well, I work all the week in the blazing sun. Lord, I work all the week in the blazing sun. Lord, I work all the week in the blazing sun. Can't buy my shoes, Lord, when my payday comes. I uh, hear the record. Every time I go to the commissary store in Greenville, in a word of it true, in a word, hadn't it been for me, he'd have never learned to sing a note. I was blind, but I could see there was something in the boy's voice that evening. I come into Greenville with my tambourine and my cane. And I stood a long time at a corner, tapping and calling for the blind fools that passed me by to open their eyes and see me. Help the blind, please. Help the blind. Help the blind, please. Here, here mister. Let me help you. The voice told me he was small. Probably thin, probably from a poor family, probably hungry, probably honest. Oh. Are you ready, mister? Take the other arm now. All right. Walk slower. March slower. You want me to hold your guitar? 
Don't touch my guitar. Mind your own business. Yes? There was something in the voice I liked to hear. There was something about the way he guided me across the streets that made me remember that a blind man who travels the southern states from Texas to Florida had to have a boy. Yes, Mr. Arnold. You have to have a boy to lead you around, but you don't have to have this one. I thought you needed the $4 a week, ma'am. That's right, we do. But what's to become of Joshua? I'll take care of him. I'll see that he's fed and clothed. I'll take him off your hands. Is it agreed? Yes. Yes, Miss Donald. It's agreed. Help the blind. Help the blind man, please. Help the blind man. That boy was an asset. The, blind, the boy brought in more coins than I could have loaned. And he was attentive. Sometimes too attentive. As I tapped with McCain along the street, I could feel his eyes on my guitar when I strummed it. I could imagine that he looked with his mouth wide open. He was hypnotized by the songs I sang. Sometimes he'd stop the beat of the tambourine just to watch me. And I'd dig my fingers into his shoulder. And he'd pick up the tempo. And he guided me week after week and all year round. And at first, when I sang, I sang alone. Oh, Mary, don't you weep, don't you moan. Oh, Mary, don't you weep, don't you moan. Pharaoh's army got drowned Oh, Mary, don't you weep. I sang the old songs, handed down to me by singers I'd heard and copied. And soon the boy was singing with me. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. I went down in the valley to pray. My soul got happy and I stayed all day. Pharaoh's army got drowned Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Yes, the boy with the soft voice was an asset. And the quarters and dimes rolled in. And the months rolled by. We walked the streets and my songs rolled out. And soon they were coming from his mouth, too. And he was picking up songs and snatches from the gangs in the streets and making them into his own. And one day I heard him pick up my guitar. Oh, Lewis, don't hit me. I'll break your little neck. Get your hands off that guitar. I was only, oh, Mr. I was only trying to learn. Mr. Stone, please don't. Yeah, that'll teach you to keep your devil fingers off my guitar. Now get the cup, the tambourine. We're going to Virginia. Hurry. Stay away from my guitar. A blind man's got to protect himself against competition. There was something in the boy's voice, a way of working, and his tone that told me if he once started putting my guitar under his singing, he'd go out on his own. Hurry now. I'm not hurrying, Mr. Arnold. I'm not leading you anymore. Then get out on the road like a bum. I'm going home. Home? You make it back. It'll take a long time, but I can get there. And just what do you expect to find when you get there? My mother. <laughs> if you stop by the cemetery, you might find her. Oh, you're joking. Don't talk like Ride that. Ride the rails home and see if I'm joking. What are you talking about? I'm about the only folks you can depend on now, boy. Words come from Greenville. I got it over the grapevine. Race rides cut through your section. Your ma's dead. Ma? Now, get those fool notions about going home out of your head. Your home's wherever you lead the blind. Stay with me and learn how to earn your living. You won't teach me the guitar. It'd be like teaching it teaching you to take the bread out of my mouth. I'd rather share my money with you than my music. And I'd rather go home. Then go. Keep your eyes full. Go and see if you can make it alone. 
Motherless children have a hard time when the mother is dead. You'll be back. I picked up my cane and felt my way around the southern towns while my CNI boy with the soft voice went back to Greenville like a homing pigeon. He must have learned every word I said was true because he did come back. Can I lead you around again, Mr. Arnold? Had enough of making the loan. Your silence tells me everything. Now, don't stand there idle. Take up the tambourine. Get to work. Help the blind. Help the blind man. Help the blind, please. Help the blind man. He led me thereafter for a good part of his life. It got to be a common sight in the Carolinas for people to see blind me and the boy hard times and a race ride had made into my C&I. He was growing up under the grip I kept on him. And as the years went by, I could hear a new strength coming into his voice. And there was nowhere he wouldn't go. In the taverns, in the pool halls, in the hotels and the alleys. And he brought back the coins and piled them in my cup. There was something else he kept bringing back and picking up. I sang only the gospel, but the boy would pick up a phrase out of a sleepy hotel and chant it. And I'd have swung my cane at him, only folks liked it. And the nickels kept rolling into my cup. And the street words kept rolling into the boy's willing head, and he picked up the work chants from the railroad crews. He had a way of picking the words from the grapevine of old songs. He had a way of standing before the crowds and throwing back at them the little meaning in their poker face songs. And I had him lead me for seven years through Georgia, Florida, Virginia, and on weekends, I loaned him out to other blind singers, like Archie Jackson, Blind Lemon Jefferson, old Columbus Williams. And wherever I took him, the put, folks put dimes and quarters in my cup. And I could see he was brimming over with their songs, their work songs, play songs, their dirges and ditties. And while I was blind, I wasn't deaf. Secretly, he'd steal away and twang my guitar the way I'd play it. I guess that's why I finally had to get rid of the boy. Competition with a boy like that's no good for a blind man. I took him into Atlanta one evening. We stopped by a honky-tonk tavern. I sent him in, as usual. Inside, there was old Bessie Smith standing by the piano, getting ready to sing. I knew she'd spot him as something I'd cast off the minute she saw him. <laughs> I knew she'd spot him. I did spot him, coming in with his tin cup. And I looked over at my piano player and said, hey, Look, Jesse, look what the blind man sent in. I was getting ready to sing when he walked up, cup in hand. Help the blind. Help the blind, please, ma'am. Go away, kid. Help I'm getting ready to sing. But this is for the blind man. Hold on. Uh, here. Now, scram. Get out of here before the sheriff comes around looking for vagrants. Scram. Thanks. Thanks, ma'am. Thanks. While the piano played the blues, I watched him go out the swinging door. And when I'd finished and was about to start again, he was back. See, ma'am. The blind man's gone. Hey, you, you hear that, Bessie? The kid is just begging on his own. <laughs> Never was no blind man out there. The piano player didn't believe him. What I tell you, there was. He sent me in here, and now he's gone. <laughs> just got up for himself a pair out and walked off. <laughs> well, well. Uh, hey, Bill, call yourself. Uh, you know we're supposed to report these ways. Yeah, but well, wait a minute. Wait nothing. You know they'll close the place if they catch miners in here. Yeah, and they'll put him on the chain gang. Well, better beg a boy on a chain gang and a lock and chain in the front door. Get the sheriff. 
He was off to get the sheriff, and the boy with the sad eyes stood and looked, and I asked, What's your name? Joshua. Mm, it's a good name. You scared of the sheriff? I ain't scared of nobody. Where's your home? I'm looking for one. Keep looking. Uh, what about here? You sing? Anything you can. <laughs> Kid was a braggart. I could see that. He'd heard me sing only part of a song, and already he was claiming it as his own. He didn't have much time before the sheriff had come and find a home for him, and I told him about the home I'd left, of the rain and the flood and the trouble. I told him about the backwater blues, and he picked up an old guitar and soaked up my song and spoke it soft and wistful, like I used to sing it myself. It rained five days, skies turned dark as night. Well, it rained five days, skies turned dark as night. Trouble was taking place in that lowland at kid had a grown-up tone to his voice, and in it was a wails of a dozen blind beggars. And there was something in it that was lost. The sheriff of Tobacco County said he'd find a place to put him. I'm the sheriff of Tobacco County, and I took this singing waif out of the tavern, and as fast as I could, I took him into the court. Oh, what's this one here for? Another vagrant, Your Honor. They're cluttering up the streets of Atlanta. Yeah. How old's this one? Answer for yourself, you. Nineteen. Uh, you're old enough for the chain gang. Got any useful occupation, maybe we can let you off to a work farm. What have you learned to do in your nineteen years? The boy searched his memory for something he could do that would keep him free. But in the end, he said... I can, I can play and sing. Sing what now? Well, songs, songs about the people, songs about uh, things I've seen here in the South, uh, songs the blind men taught me. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got much to trade on. Sixty days on the work, gang. While you're there, learn something the world can use. Take him out. <laughs> picked up all the songs the chain gangs had to offer. And on one of those evenings when the guards were looking the wrong way, he made the chains break. He was loose. He was free. He went wherever the songs took him. He went singing like old blind man Arnold had walked around, singing for his living. Like a homing pigeon, he headed for Greenville. Now, I could have told him he was heading the wrong way. I could have told him hard times had gone on ahead of him. I was in my commissary store, the way I'd been when old Liz first sent the boy back to defend his name, when in he walks. Taller and just as skinny. A guitar on his back and an inquired look in his eyes. You remember me, mister? <laughs> sure, sure, you old Reverend White's boy. Joshua, like in the Bible. Yeah, that's right. Where's my old man? Hey, ain't you heard? Oh, what happened? Evicted, boy. Evicted and gone. What happened? Where you been? You ain't been noticing what's coming over the south? Well, I... Never heard of hard times. Never heard of crops failing. Where you been, boy? Well, I... I've been singing. Well, ain't nothing to sing about around here no more. Pick up the pieces of your family and put together what's happened, then get the Jim Crow train and head north. Ain't nothing around here to sing about no more. And he went down the streets, went around the farms, and pieced together the history of the short years he'd been away. And then he... Took his guitar and stood around the train stations and yelled it out. Went down home about a year ago. Things 
so bad, Lord, my heart was sore. Folks had nothing was a sin and a shame. Everybody said hard time was a blame. A great God Almighty, folks feeling bad, lost everything they ever had. A great God Almighty, folks feeling bad, lost everything they ever had. He put the song with his other songs and took my advice and headed north. Now he was like the Joshua Lears had met him to be, and when the conductor stopped him before the train pulled out and gave him his direction... Young fella, the Jim Crow coach is that way, not this way. Suppose I... suppose I don't intend to ride the Jim Crow coach. Now suppose I call the law. Call him? Uh, young fella, if you want to go north, you ride Jim Crow. Uh, all aboard! Now, are you getting in the coach lawfully, or you're walking north? Uh, how long it'll take me to get there that way? Well, no telling, fella. <laughs> no telling. You got a lot of singing to do before you enough car rides to make it. All aboard! Aboard! Green pulled out and Joyce followed it down the tracks. He followed it and found time to talk about it to his guitar. Can't you hear that train whistle blow? Can't you hear that train whistle blow? Can't you hear that train whistle blow? Lord, I wish that train wasn't Jim Crow. Well, that was the last song he sung down south. And if it hadn't been for that producer fellow who was looking for somebody who could sing John Henry, don't reckon I'd ever heard of Liz's boy again. On record or anywhere else. I was looking for someone to sing John Henry. One day I came into a building in Brooklyn and heard this fellow humming. I'd heard this song a thousand times before. I, I knew the fellow singing it. He'd been the porter in the building for the six years. Oh, he didn't know a note of music. He seldom sang. He'd had a one-armed paralyzed. And, well, naturally, I never thought that... Say, say! Y yeah? You, uh, you know all of that song? <laughs> I used to know every song they ever made up. Well, suppose you come down to rehearsal. Rehearsal? Yeah, some angels are getting together to put on a show we're calling John Henry. We need somebody who can sing like an old blind man that used to haunt the streets of Greenville. Yeah, which one? Well, this guy was way before your time. Blind Man Arnold, they called him. He's one of the characters we want you to impersonate. Well, somehow, this kid, this soft-voiced kid with his sad eyes, went right into the part like he'd been brought up and raised by Blind Man Arnold himself. When John Henry was a little baby, he was sitting on his mammy's knees. Well, he stuck out his hand and he grabbed a piece. Well, uh, that was the beginning. In the end, the folks around New York were saying he was one of the most talented guitarists alive. He went to the cafes uptown and downtown. President Roosevelt called him in to sing in the White House. He sang in Constitution Hall and the State Opera House in Mexico City. And the Library of Congress called him in and he poured out more folk stories and folklore than any single soloist. The uh, librarian made a note of it. <laughs> I collected for the Library of Congress the music of one Joshua White, traveler folk singer. They were songs from ballad makers, dead and nameless, jockey boys whose smiles are dust, singers of the lumber woods, the cattle trail, the chain gang, the kitchen, banjo pickers, from lonesome harmonica blowers and folk artists who had carved their songs out of the rock of their lives. He put them into the library and took them to the concert halls and cafes. He had turned the light on a music that literally led the blind towards a new path of democracy, equality, and justice. You have just heard Destination Freedom's dramatization of the story of Josh White. Destination Freedom is produced by Homer Heck, written by Richard Durham, and directed by Dick Lochran, assisted by Larry Auerbach.
The role of Josh White was played by Fred Pinkard. Others in the cast were Weslin Tilden, Oscar Brown Jr., Jess Pugh, Dean Almquist, Russ Reed, and Everett Clark. The special music was composed by Emil Soderstrom and played by Elwin Owen and Jose Bethencourt. This is Charles Chan inviting you to be with us again next week when Destination Freedom will tell the story of Satchel Paige, star pitcher of the Cleveland Indians. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Grab your gate and swing with me. We're belting you with Jubilee. Our hot horn scat scouts have been chasing the joints from the rock bound to the sunny, and we're primed to set off a load of jivamite under your britches. And here to itemize the guys and dolls is your master of ceremonies, that debonair patron of the hots, Ernie Bubbles Whitman. Thank you, Von Smith, and thank you, folks. Well, tonight my advice to all you students of Voodoo is as follows. Latch on, because heading our list of luminaries is a man with a reap beat, Benny Carter. some honey in that Victor model container, Effie Smith. Ah, <laughs> oh, here she is, her way of the sweet smearing you with embraceable you. Embrace me, my sweet embrace. Embrace me, my irreplaceable you. 
a naughty baby Come to mama, please do Now with a combo that's mellow and ripe as a corn cob pipe. You remember the Chicago Fire? Well, that's how they got that way, and I do mean the Four Blazes. <laughs> <laughs> Heat up the beat, men, and we'll stand by with a gut bucket. singers and comedians is a citizen with a captivating delivery. I think you'll like Timmy Rogers' rendition of Daddy-O. Whenever a phrase dies out and something new creeps in Harlem is first to give birth Get ready Daddy-o, what a crazy word But it fits Prince Charming and Louis III Mommy-o, don't be absurd It's the way they greet when they meet on the street Daddy-o, it's a jive lingo That started itself round old Chicago Daddy-o you say it nice and slow, cause it is the boss of the Jive Talk Sauce. Old folks say we're crazy, and we're going to ruin 
but the young folks say we got to be crazy to do what we're doing. Daddy, let's all begin. It's a root substitute for giving skin. Daddy has got to win. D A D D Y O. It should be Doug It goes in Jubilee and comes out Elabooge But any way you look at it, we're mellow Hot on Hall now has the honor of bringing to you A man who captivated the after-theater crowds at Cafe Society With the delivery of American folk songs Currently on tour, he has been snagged by our scouts And will now be ladled out to you I give you Josh White Thank you very much, Ernie. It's swell to be here, and if you don't mind, I'd like to sing a favorite of mine. It's a blues called Evil Hearted Man. Don't mind. Say, do you think my ears stick out this way naturally? Do you? Or do you? I don't think so. Good. Sun rose this morning, I was feeling mighty bad. My baby said good morning, and it made me mad because I was evil, evil hearted me. I'm just downright evil, evil as a man can be. Well, she even cooked my breakfast and she brought it to my bed. I took a sip of coffee and threw the cup at her head because I was evil. Evil hearted me I'm just downright evil Evil as a man can be Well I don't even care If it rains from now on And the girl I loved Had never been born Because I'm evil Evil hearted me I'm just downright evil as a man can be I'm so out to the devil Trouble is all I crave I'd rather see you dead and laying In your grave You know I'm evil Evil hearted me I'm just downright evil Evil as a man can be well, I don't even care if my baby leaves me flat. I've got 40 left mothers. If it comes to that, you know I'm evil. Evil hearted me. I'm just downright evil. Evil as a man can be. I'm gonna sing this verse, and I ain't gonna sing no more. Now ain't you happy, Red God Almighty? Sing this verse, ain't gonna sing no more. 
Well, I want my loving, and my loving is coming slow. Elegant, Josh Edwards, elegant. What's next on the musical menu? Well, Ernie, I'll tell you, I'd like to call a single song, maybe you've heard of it. It's about a little man that only had one meatball. Perhaps the man says. <laughs> Why, Josh, we've been singing right here on Jubilee ever since you discovered it and made it famous. Would you like to hear you sing it, Josh? Little man walked up and down. He found an eating place in town. He read the menu through and through to see what 15 cents could do. One meatball. One meatball. He could afford but one. Near at hand The simple dinner He had planned The guests were startled One and all To hear that waiter Loudly call What? One meatball One meatball Hey here, gent wants one meatball. The little man felt ease. He said, some bread, sir, if you please. The waiter hollered down the hall. You get no bread with one meatball. One meatball, why don't you sing it? One meatball, well, you get no bread with one meatball. The little man felt very bad. One meatball was all he had. And in his dreams, he hears that call. You get no bread with one meatball. One meatball, I didn't hear you. One meatball, well, you get no bread with one meatball. Let's try it one more time now. One meatball, a little louder. One meatball, that one was groovy. You get no bread with one Hot Horn Hall will always be open to you. I know you won't mind if Jubilee digs you with a combo that can't be fenced in. It's a sexy sex test propelled by Jet and the lad at the helm is Illinois' Jack Cat. <laughs> the general quarters now, men, and Illinois takes off with Jamming the Blues.
by that one. Well, the neon is melon. We haven't any ticks to go. So here's a winder-up, a lolly set of specs and spots by the Binnicotta Orchestra. The title, Just You, Just Me.
indeed, yes, indeedy. That dug me like a slit trench. Well, by my chronometer, it's time to stash the bugles and let hot on hall cool off till next time. But before we go, here's a memo for your favorite bulletin board. Keep us posted on what kind of static makes you ecstatic, and we'll put it on Jubilee. Just address Jubilee Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Until next time, this is Ernie. Don't mind this stomach, it's just a front Whitman. Saying from the bottom of my big fat heart, so long and good luck. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. If you're tired of outrageously expensive cell phone bills, come on over to Mint Mobile. Talk, text, and data plans just start at $15 a month. There are no contracts. Sign up and Mint will send you a SIM card. Just insert it into your phone. You can even keep your old number. So don't make your cell phone provider rich. Keep that money in your wallet. Go to krobcollection.com for details on Mint Mobile. I hope you are enjoying Audio Antiques, our Golden Age radio podcast. If you are, why not subscribe and tell your friends? For more information about our shows and sponsors, check out krobcollection.com. Our music is by H Beats. That's H Beats with a Z. I'm Ken Robinson. Thanks so much for listening.